Welcome to Steadfast Hope. I'm Steve Lawson, joined as always by Kent Stainback. We're at Herb's House Coffee Shop, and this is just like my home away from Naturally. home. It, Naturally. It really is. Yeah. You've I, got your toothbrush over there. <laughs> have a pillow over there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think spend I, the night. Yeah. I, I spend more time here at Herb's House. I love it. And uh, we have church across the street, and your office is upstairs. Awesome. One passion awesome. is upstairs. Yeah, we're all, we do the all men's Bible study here. Center of the universe. It is the center <laughs> of the universe. It really is the epicenter of evangelicalism. So right here. So, Kent, we are in Proverbs 10, verse 14. If you, got, if you have your Bible, please turn with us to Proverbs 10, verse 14. If you're driving your car, do not turn to it, though. Keep your eyes on the road. The title of this is Acquired Knowledge. Acquired knowledge, and I want to begin by reading it. Wise men store up knowledge, but with the mouth of the foolish, ruin is at hand. Again, there's a saying that says, ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. Well, that's certainly not in the book of Proverbs. <laughs> um, ignorance will destroy your life. Ignorance of God, ignorance of Christ, ignorance mm. of the truth. Mm-hmm. You're headed for ruin, both in this life and eternally. And the truth of the matter is that knowledge brings blessing to our lives. And so in this proverb, he says, wise men store up knowledge. These wise men are those who fear God and who have committed their lives to God through His Son, Jesus Christ, and they store up knowledge. Uh, this store up means they, they lay up knowledge, they accumulate knowledge, and they, they, they commit it to their mind and to their heart, and they, they treasure uh, what is valuable. And in, in, for example, in uh, Psalm 119, it talks about hiding God's Word in our heart, and that's what wise men do. And he says, wise men store knowledge. And the knowledge here isn't like, you know, knowledge of the pyramids or or knowledge of uh, rocket science. He's talking about the knowledge of God and the knowledge of the kingdom of God and the knowledge of how we are to live life. And that's all contained, Kent, in in this book. and with this knowledge comes understanding of, of how the universe is being run, that God is overseeing and administrating the affairs uh, of this world and, and, and how marriage is to work, how business is to best function with honesty and integrity and in industry. And so wise men store up knowledge, but the total contrast He says, but with the mouth of the foolish, ruin is at hand. Well, the foolish are those who despise wisdom and knowledge. They they lack knowledge. Uh, they, They are empty between the ears as far as knowing the truth of God. And he says, ruin is at hand for them. Ruin here means destruction. The word literally means terror. And they find themselves in panic situations where they don't have a solution. Uh, they don't know what to do. Uh, they throw their hands up, and, and they are in consternation. 
because of the situation in which they find themselves. But the wise know how to navigate uh, their way through life and through the maze of life. But the foolish ruin is at hand. It's always at hand uh, with the foolish. And to be at hand means it's, it's right there and it's ready to um, take their life down, uh, both in this world and in the world to come. So there couldn't be a sharper contrast here between the wise and the foolish and blessing and really destruction. Hmm. So, Kent, we need to talk about this. Well, can you only divide then humanity up into two? <laughs> Is that what you're saying, into two categories, yeah. the wise and the unwise? Yeah. There's no in-between? There, there's no in-between. It's just like there's believers and unbelievers. Mm-hmm. There's heaven and hell. There's the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. And there are the wise and there are the foolish. And you said the unwise, which is true. Even the word foolish that's translated here has a little bit more bite to it. Yeah. And Sorry, and, I use the wrong word. No, no, you're fine, Ken. <laughs> you, you, well, see, you're such a nice person. You're always no. just kind of... Uh, making, Unwise is, is a little, <laughs> a little, yeah, a little. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say. Yeah, it. no, you're right. So, uh, Kent, there's a lot of grace here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, so the foolish again is the one who tries to live their life without God, mm-hmm. and without God's knowledge mm-hmm. and revelation and truth. And so this speaks to how we've got to be yeah. in the Word. We've got to be in a church that mm-hmm. preaches the Word and teaches the Word. We've got to be in Bible studies where the truth and knowledge is being put into us more and more. So if we're if we're Christians and we're over, we're the wise. Yeah. Are there different levels of wisdom over in yeah. the in the wise category? Yeah, absolutely there is. And there there are believers who are stagnated mm-hmm. uh, in their Christian growth and development. I mean, they, they are a slow progression in their growth because they they have such little truth coming into their lives. And then there are others who really have like, it's almost like sp- spiritual growth food. It's the Word of God being put into them. And it, and they just take off and become more and more like Christ. And, and they have the mind of Christ. And they they live for Christ with, with greater uh, commitment. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it really goes back to either you have a steady diet of the Word of God mm-hmm. and you grow, or you have such a meager uh, portion of God's Word being like crumbs from the table being given to you. No wonder uh, you they don't grow. So, um, again, the imperative, we've got to store up knowledge. Yeah, yeah. And we all want to be wise. I mean, it seems to me... That again, when we go out into the world, we, we're just, I am, what do I do in this situation? <laughs> what do I do? What would the Lord do? And, and this book has so much application that just, just the Proverbs. I think I heard someone say, you know, if, if we could master the book of Proverbs, it'd be greater than having a doctorate from the book of, I mean, from, from, from Harvard University. I guarantee you that's true. Or, or from <laughs> any, or from anywhere. Yeah. Because yeah. of the wisdom that it would just uh, it would apply in so many life, uh, so many ways in our life, and I think it's not always it's it's not always covert, but you just automatically 
act in a wise way mm-hmm. if you're if you're a wise person. There are timeless principles, yeah, as well as examples in Scripture, as well as commandments in Scripture, as well as teaching in Scripture. Mm-hmm. But there there are even timeless principles that, as we find ourselves in different situations, if we would just yeah. Recall and apply these these principles. These priorities become established. These are like tracks that we yeah. that we run on. Kent, there's really no situation in life in which we ever find ourselves, but that God has something to say to us that will guide us uh, through this situation to make the right decision and take the right path. I, I saw this, Steve, modeled in my own life. Yeah. And I've talked to you about this, about yeah. my father. Tell us. Who was a businessman. Yeah. And he was going through a really difficult time in his life. His his mother had passed away. He was having a tough time in business. He had health issues. The doctor said, you know, you, you've got high blood pressure, et cetera, et cetera. And for some reason, he decided to study the book of Proverbs for years. Yeah. And he he got into it and he organized it into all the different categories and he called it uh, golden apples in the sil- silver basket, uh-huh. which is comes out of Proverbs. Proverbs. And literally over those years, I remember he said he went back to the doctor and the doctor said, what have you done? Your <laughs> blood pressure is not as high, et cetera, et cetera. You're, you're in so much better health. And he he just spent time in the Proverbs. Yeah. And Steve, for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. when I would ask him a question, he would literally quote a proverb. <laughs> I love that. And and I see him as a man of wisdom. And I, I personally really see how so much wisdom is in this book because yeah. it was it was lived in front of me. <laughs> Isn't that great? Amazing. That I mean, what a blessing. What a foundation yeah. for your life. Yeah. Ken, really... I mean, you, I know you came to Christ when you were 10 years old, yeah. grew up in a Christian home, have a godly father like you did with wisdom on his lips and, and building that into your life as you're developing. That can be ours. Yeah. We can do the same thing. Yeah. We need to do the same with our children, with mm-hmm. our grandchildren, with those who are around us, with our friends, with our work associates. Mm-hmm. So may this be an encouragement to you. Uh, to really be in the book of Proverbs and to study the book of Proverbs and the practical application that it has for our lives and how to live the abundant life that is in Jesus Christ. So, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. And I, I want you to join us for our very next episode. We'll see you then.